everyone. Welcome to our first 10 Forward. Uh, we certainly discussed these on air a few times. It's going to be a place for us to talk about stuff that is either, you know, related to Star Trek but not direct episodes or, you know, eventually we do want to discuss the Futurama parody, Galaxy Quest, things like that. But we also might go a bit more tangential. Uh, tangential? How's that pronounced? Tangential. Tangential. And in this Harpsichord. case... Yes. In this case, we are, we are jumping track to the other big star franchise, Star Wars. We are going to be chatting Rogue One. Just up front, obviously we are going to spoil the fuck out of Rogue One. So spoiled. Yeah. And I mean, we also will... Month old bread. Yes. We will potentially, as a direct result, spoil any other aspect of the Star Wars franchise. Canon and non, potentially. So, you know, however (laughs) worried you might be about that... There it is. Yeah. Spoiler warning for everything Star Wars. But Rogue One is the most topical, right? Yeah, we're mostly gonna stick to Rogue One, obviously, but uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about that uh, a lot. Um, and we're not gonna do our usual little plot summary things. It's a full fucking movie, and hopefully you saw it relatively recently, as we all did. If you haven't, then I don't know if this is gonna be at all interesting for you. You might be confused. You might not. You know, but this is not a spoiler-free review type thing. We're assuming you've seen it or don't care that we're gonna gonna talk about the fact that everybody fucking dies. What? Spoilers. <laughs> okay. Let's introduce ourselves first. And yes, play. yes. Just, just in case you've never listened before and just dropped by because you like Star Wars. I hate Star Trek. Yeah, in which case, uh, I'm sorry, you're never going to come back again. But please do anyway, we love you. I'm Chris. I'm Ames. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Jake. That's Jake. <laughs> Jake means rock. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, Well, you know. Did you guys like it? Star Wars. Star Wars. I liked it. The Force Awakens. No, no, that's that's the other one. Star Wars. Rogue Squadron. Fair enough. Okay. Getting there. Let's start with. Yeah, I, 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 I quite liked it. Yeah, let's start with uh, the very, very first moment. We don't have the crawl text. Nope. Nope, we don't. Long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Well, we yeah. did get that. We get that. We get that. They don't, do, they don't do the crawl text, and they, I read that they did that because they're calling you know, these little quick one-off spin-off kind of things are the uh, anthology series, and they wanted yep. to make sure they were very different from the, the saga films, which are the, what word am I looking for? The trilogies. Numbered the trilogies ones. and like the, really, like the super on-track on ones. Yeah, they're the calling these... God damn it, we spent $4 billion on this thing and we're going to get our money's worth. We are. I bet they did. It's also, I was reading this, the first use of, in a move in the movies anyway, I don't know about the TV shows because I haven't really seen a lot of those, but like text on the screen to say what the planet is. Oh. They didn't do those before? I don't think so. Oh. They definitely didn't do it in the movies. Yeah, definitely not in the movies. I don't, again, I've, I've seen like two or three episodes of Clone Wars. I haven't seen any of Rebels. They might do it. Mm. But this is the first time a Star Wars movie has had, like, text pop up on the screen to say the name of a planet. I liked the text. And there was one... There were a couple moments where I even, like, specifically noticed what the text was saying. Yeah. Because, A, I'm not going to remember the name of planets because I'm terrible with yeah, proper no, nouns. I forgot a lot of them. But there was one detail, and I wrote this down, and I tried to... Because t- I'm a fool who tried <laughs> to take notes in a movie theater like an you, idiot. You did. Oh, my God. They're the worst fucking notes. I, t- I figured out what most of them say. But one of the, the ones that they say is that Jin, before she's rescued, this is a couple scenes in, obviously. What? Jin. Jin. Oh, Jin. Good God. Uh, That Jin is on her way to an Imperial labor camp. Yep. And that's terrifying. Yeah, no, it's probably not a great What a fucking, like, you don't really appreciate a lot of the fucking worlds that you see, because you only get to see, like, the crazy action fights and all this other stuff, and she's fucking, like, breaking rocks all day at a fucking labor camp. Now, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of gripes about this film. Do you? Yeah. It had a lot of planets. Yep. Mm-hmm. Very few characters, if any characters. Wow, that's a statement. Yeah. Well, and let me make my let me make my case. Oh, okay. I see what you're going for with this. Because first things first. We had a bunch of actors playing parts. A lot of whom were really good. I remember Jin. Mm-hmm. I remember Clarissa Andorian. <laughs> I remember Blindo Stickman. I remember Jesus he was Irish. Fucking Christ. I remember not Blindo Gunman. I remember Brain Sucky McNobrain. I remember Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> <laughs> I remember 
Jimmy Smiths. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> don't forget Alan Tudyk. You knew him. Oh yeah, we you got knew Alan him Tudyk um, as as K two S O C three PO's much more interesting Buff cousin boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. like if that. if those if you got those two in the room together, what's his name? K two S O K two S O would definitely kick C three PO's ass, right? Like, there's not there's not even a question. In seconds, he's a, he's he's streetwise, and three PO is like asking for. Crumpets and tea. What, who else we got? We got um, Krennic. Re, re, yeah, regional, regional manager general Krennic. manager Krennic. I loved Krennic. Darth loved Vader. Mads Mikkelsen. Yep, Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> and uh, this is like that time you named off the characters you could remember from Game of Thrones. Yeah, but like, but that's but that's exactly oh, my and, point. Uh, is that horrifying like, TG TG CG Grand Moff Tarkin. Oh yeah, Grand Moff Tarkin. Grand, grand, Grandma Tarkin. Cartoon Tarkin. Luna Moth. Oh, yeah, Mon Mothma Tarkin. Mon, Mon, no, Mon, I meant Tarkin, oh. but also oh. Mon Mothma. Um, Admiral Akbar's blue and green cousins. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fake Carrie Fisher. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. You know, there's just, there's just, there's really very few people in this movie that left enough of an impression and that I cared enough about to really... Learn their name. To learn their name. Well, and the film didn't try very hard to make you learn. Like, the only names I could personally remember when the film was over were Jin Erso, K2SO, and Krennic. I only remember Cassian now because, Caitlin, you remembered that name somehow. Uh, Because K2 says, Cassian said I had to. Why does his name sound so much like Calrissian? Like, yeah, well. Calrissian Endor. Like, the forest moon of Endor. That's true. From uh, Return of the Jetty. Yep. But yeah, you don't, you don't, I'll admit, you don't get to know the characters that well. You mostly get to see their actions. And you, and you just don't give a shit. Like, you know, that's the thing about, let me compare this. To A Summer's Day. To Star Wars Episode 7. Okay. The Forced Awakened. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, so in the first act of The Force Awakened, we meet, um. Finn. Well, yes. Yeah, oh, so sorry, Poe. Well, we meet Finn, we meet Poe, we meet... Now I can't remember her name, totally defeating my Ray. entire argument here. But, um, what the... Ray, Ray. Ray, of course. So we meet Ray, Ray and we Kenobi. sort of get... We sort of kind of... We see it like a day in the life, and we learn like what her life is like on this not Tatooine. Yeah. This other planet that is exactly the same as Tatooine. Hmm. And... Jeez, what the hell is it called? Uh, I don't know. Some of the J, wasn't yeah. it? Jakku? Jordan? Jakku? No. Jakku, Jakku, yeah. That's it. But again, it's funny, because I think, I don't remember because of the movie so much, it's just there was the whole Battlefield expansion. Yeah. Or Battle... What was that movie game called? Battlefront. Battlefront. Battlefront expansion that was all about Jakku. But no, but like, we see like we see her, you know, she lives inside she made the elephant walker, and she... Made she herself makes, a doll. She made herself a doll, she scratches shit on the wall, she goes talks to Simon Pegg, mm-hmm. like, it's... She's got magical expandable bread. She got super oh, bread. Wait, so Simon cool. Pegg was in Force Awakens. He was he her was, boss. Yeah, the guy that the guy he was, was like an alien. Oh. He was inside that suit. The one, I that, was love given, Simon the one that was given her, you know, one Rations. quarter portion. Oh, good yeah. for him! But Yay. like, crawler junk. Oh, he makes me happy. My point is, like, by the time the like the real action starts getting going with her and Finn and all that stuff, like we actually know who she is as a person. We give yeah. a shit about her character. Yeah. I did not feel the same way about Jin because it's like we get the very early scene with her, with her father being like, "Okay, go away now. I'm gonna go join when she, the when, Empire." When she's a little when tiny, a little, little kid, kid sized thing. And then we jump ahead to like her being jailbroken yeah. by the rebels, and like I don't know who this character. I don't give mm-hmm. a shit about her. And maybe it's. I mean, it just made like the death at the end of the movie seem a little bit like. Oh, oh, yeah, I think yeah. I think a lot of the people like with the, for me. I think you're right in that. I cared more because there was a part of me that wants to know more about those that's, characters. Yeah, that's where I fall. And it's like, I mean, not that they couldn't if they really wanted to do stories about the earlier lives of these people, but even though going in, it was like, I remember thinking, like, oh, most of these people aren't going to live. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the fact that none of them lived was a surprise. Mm. Yeah, I would consider the, the whole movie in terms of how they write the characters and their arcs and stuff mm-hmm. more a tasting menu yeah. than an entree. Because you get little bits and you're like, ooh, I like that. Ooh, I love fucking Churret, the blind uh, the blind swordsman friend. I didn't even know he had a name. Uh, yeah, he, yeah, uh, his, his boyfriend Baze yells Baze? his name a lot. Yeah. Mm. Baze? Baze. But, yeah, the, um, the, the deaths that were the worst for me were definitely um, K2. K2, K2 was hard. When Churret died, I was just like... Oh, that was my favorite too. Those are also, also the two that I like latched onto from the beginning because they were like characters that They're were so great. They were so great. I think the whole time I was thinking, I, I wrote this down in my notes, K2SO 
is how you do the sassy robot. Yeah. C-3PO is just campy and silly, and every fucking line he says is a stupid pun or a joke. It's all snark. K-2 is just blunt Mm -hmm. and direct and frank. Yeah. Well... I also, I think you're not giving 3PO enough credit. I, you're, you're, it's you're, hard for me to give 3PO you're credit. You're thinking of 3PO of today, which maybe, is... Maybe, maybe a little bit. Original, original movies, 3PO was, was yes, he was starting, but like, you know, think about when he's in, after they land on Tatooine and they're trying to get somewhere and he has that argument with R2-D2 where he's like, Fine, go that way. You'll be malfunctioning before within hours, mm. and it's like. And then he's the one that went the wrong fucking way. Right, and then he's the one that doesn't get picked up for. Well, hours. neither. Yeah, neither of them chose a great direction. True. Yeah. If they had stuck together, though, you never know. No, yeah, I guess they would have just been both I guess, trash anyway. To a certain extent, too. Like original trilogy, three PO isn't as annoying, but in retrospect, the character becomes more annoying because of what they did with him in the prequels. Yeah. Yeah. Well. And yeah. I really, I, he was kind of, he got on my nerves in episode seven for some reason. I don't know why, but um, I think that sort of bled over too, is it's hard to look at 3PO in isolation now. Well, is there a, yeah, I mean, it's like, um, there's a, even a term for it, right? Flanders. Flanderization. Yeah. Like, definitely. What does that term mean? It's named after Ned, Ned Flanders, Flanders mm-hmm. where it's like they take whatever character trait the they're most known for and then make that their only character oh, trait. Oh, you mean any modern episode of The Simpsons? Yeah. Yeah. Right. But it but was specifically like, for Ned Flanders because, you know, like everyone knew he was like the goody two shoes mm. religious guy. See, I and think then they that's do that more all with Otto. he became. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, they do it with Otto. They do it with but the he comic was, guy. They do it with yeah. everyone, basically. But they like it, Homer, even. It's just when basically when a character in a TV show or series gets to have it. one trait. Yeah. And they go, I mean, if you look back at the early days, they maybe were more subtle, more nuanced. You know, like Flanders was, you know, he did community theater. Theater, he did some other thing. He was left-handed. Yeah, but mm-hmm. he's mostly now just... He has a dead wife. Two now. Yeah. His dead two. wife? Yeah, yeah they, they killed his, uh, yeah. They killed he his killed wife. killed his wife? No, no he, he didn't. Oh. The show they, thought, did. they thought that he did at one point. I'm a but... murdiddly urgler. Yeah. No, his... um. His first, the woman who played his first wife uh, left the show, so they had the character killed off oh. via a t-shirt gun accident. Jesus. Uh, and then, apparently, at some point, I had stopped watching by this point, but he actually married Edna Krabappel. And the actor died. Yeah, and the mm-hmm. actress died, so they didn't say how she passed. Flanders and Krabappel got together? Yeah, apparently. Oh, I didn't know you that. this? But they, um... Yeah. I mean, I haven't watched That's... the show in, like, 20 yeah. years. Yeah. Yeah. I Krabappel watch. died in the show, but unlike with his first wife, they didn't show how it happened. She yeah. just one day had passed. Spoilers for The Simpsons, I guess, but this happened a couple of years ago now. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I was sad when I heard about her dying. Yeah, yeah. She, I loved her on the Bob Newhart show. Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars. How um, about them Star Wars? But yeah, I mean, I, that's you're right. The it was very much an ensemble piece. <laughs> I'm getting and... so tired of these darn Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was very much like it was an ensemble piece. You didn't really get to know anyone in a huge way, which was kind of a shame. But I still really liked the movie for what it was. Oh, it was I did. A mad well. action heisty kind of weirdness. Well, I feel like they gave you enough for them to be like compelling. Yeah. Yeah, like, but you know what? It was. It, yeah, it was. It was. I'll tell you what it was. What was it, it was. I like that you actually mounted the table as if like the fap sound of your masturbation just then was gonna somehow reach the the microphone. Like uh, you really committed. Uh, oh my gosh, Star Wars! Uh, oh, Star Wars! Oh, oh, is that an AT-AT? Oh, that is an AT-AT! Oh yeah, I love those! Oh, 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 oh. Oh, oh, gold leader. Oh, that's really gold leader, isn't it? Oh, 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 oh no, it's red leader. Oh, it's red leader. Red leader. Red leader. Oh, 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 oh play me some jizz music. Uh, excuse me. I think you just got jizz music on my glasses from over here. I can't do the nerd voice as well as you do, so I'm not even going to try. That was not an ATAT. I'm crying. That was a variant on the ATAT. I think it was an ATACT, maybe, but it was not an ATAT. Oh shit! So, are you ready for another go now? (laughs) No, never, never again. That's true. They didn't look. They had like openings on the panel. They were a little longer. Yeah, Yeah, they they were a little different. Same, same basic idea, but it was it was actually a different model. Anyway, are you okay there, Caitlin? I'm fucking broken. <laughs> All right, normally I'm the one that gets broken. But on there was so. But normally like, I'm the one that gets broken on this podcast. My point is that there was just like 
so much stuff in that movie was strictly fan service. Fan service. Yeah, a little bit. I think the and only... like you and like I was sitting there in the theater like, ooh, ooh, it's a thing I remember. See, I, I felt like uh, the Force Awakens was more fan servicey than this one. Really interesting. Because... I have to rewatch Force Awakens because I forget a lot of the details. Well, because it was like, oh, I'm a cute little robot and all this. I don't know. Are you bad mouthing BB-8? No, I love BB-8. I love BB-8 with a passion. The only robot I love more than BB-8 is K2. Mm. Because that's a hard battle. When I was listening, to, when we were watching, and I was like, I was like, holy shit, is that Alan Tudyk? Is Alan Tudyk in this movie? I like turned to Chris. <laughs> He's like, you didn't know Alan Tudyk was in this movie. I was like, it's Alan Tudyk. I was so excited. I love, I love Alan Tudyk. I wouldn't even have recognized that voice if Jake hadn't told me. It's pretty close to his Gerhardt character's What's, voice what is in Gerhardt? 28 Days. He's a days? flamboyantly gay German sex addict. Which sounds just like an imperial droid. He, mm. he has a little bit of the a little bit of the German accent to it, I felt. Mm. I think that's what it was. But that's how, anyway, that's what gave it away to me. But like, and I agree that it was like a little bit fan servicey, but like there also wasn't, well, I was going to say there wasn't any epic uh, lightsaber battles, but I guess there was that five minute thing of <laughs> Darth oh, Vader God. mowing oh, down yeah. Vader's everybody. Horror movie. That which was, was like, Which was like awesome at this moment, beautiful. but then later I'm just like, is that really necessary? Yes. It was. Because that's the it climax. Was. I was going to say. Really need it. Yeah, it well, made plus, me I, climax. You know, right? Here's the thing though, right? With the, I think one thing that's very interesting about that though, in all seriousness, we usually only ever see Vader either up against other Jedi or children. Or children. <laughs> or, like, dealing with people he's not allowed to kill for one reason or another. Mm-hmm. Because Tarkin says no. Yeah, or, like, you know, they need the princess alive for this reason or that reason Release or whatever. Him. So to actually, like, we've never actually seen in a film. Like, they've done it in comics, they've done it in books, they're in video games. But we've never seen in a film Vader just being let off the leash mm. to mm-hmm. go ape shit on people. And to actually see it, especially because this is Vader's first big screen appearance since... The prequels. And they got mm-hmm. a, Where they turned him into no. fucking the weird little boy yep. and then Hayden Christensen yep. and then no. So yep. they had to be like, no. he's back and we need to like, and I think they did a good job saying he was kind of like more serious again and sort of stern. But then just had that minute at the end where he just yeah. fucks so many people in a way that's never been shown to mass audiences through a film was actually super important. Yeah. yeah. scary. It was like, still... It was, Horrifying, because you're like, oh, pass the fucking thing, put it through the door. What are you doing? You, Go! It's, it's crazy because you know he does because you've seen episode four. It was mm. so tense. Right. Like I was really like, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. What are you doing? <sighs> Which like, and it also like sort of drove home just how much of a badass Princess Leia is. Yeah, when she's yeah, like, to when stand she's like, up to that afterwards. Yeah, like literally, it's five minutes after that. Is where New Hope like picks up. More Lord Vader, that. you little bitch. Yeah. This was still James Earl Jones too, which I didn't realize until I looked okay. it up. Yeah, and his but voice, his voice it is his age. Well, he's yeah. old, you know. It, oh, I know, I know. Thing. It just doesn't quite sound the same. And I know that they couldn't. They should have done something with him, like they are doing with um, Majel Barrett, where they record every <laughs> every syllable and then reconstruct, so they can yeah. have Vader say yeah. anything. Well, apparently they used archival footage of Carrie Fisher for the Leia line. Okay. That was definitely CG, though. I mean, their face was CG. Oh, you're saying the the the, the audio the, the oh, line. Oh, so they didn't just did. get Carrie Fisher to say the line. Oh, she she has a different voice now. Yeah. Yeah. Or then. Or Interestingly, whatever. I guess I didn't know this. You were talking about Golden Red Leader. Apparently, a lot of the footage of them. I'd assume they just lifted footage from Episode Four. Mm. And they did, but it was actually mostly footage they'd shot for Episode Four and not used. I heard that too. Because I guess cool. they apparently just. Basically recorded all the pilots saying a bunch of shit. Yeah, mm. and cut their favorite shit Stay together. Although I guess what they <laughs> did do, and I didn't know this because even I'm not this much of a nerd, but apparently there are subtle differences hmm. between an episode four X-wing cockpit and a Rogue One X-wing cockpit. So even though they used original footage, they did cut the guys out of their cockpit and put them in a Rogue One cockpit. Hmm. Wow. I don't know what the difference is. Why would they are. be even different? Why I don't they be know. The exact it's 10 same minutes later. Ships? I, I, you, you, yeah. Like, they were using the good ones for uh, In a New Hope and they were using the shitty ones that they could so, steal while getting in trouble. Here's for. the thing Have you ever heard of the, what is it? The 501st Legion? Duh. Yeah, the people that dress up like Star Wars. Yeah, so they're. Oh, oh yes, yeah. I know someone who's in that actually. Yeah, the IRL. Yeah, yeah, they're cosplayers and they do a lot of stuff for charity and things like that. And I have but, a friend in it. Yeah, that's right. So they. Me too, right? You just said. 
They go to obsessive lengths, figuring out all the incredibly subtle variations. You know, a five and first person who's like really into it can tell you the difference between an episode four Stormtrooper, an episode five Stormtrooper, and an episode six Stormtrooper. Mm. And when this one came out, someone put out an article pointing out the differences between a Rogue One Stormtrooper and an episode four Stormtrooper. Like, they're all super subtle. Well, there's, I think at one point there's actually a difference that isn't super subtle, but I forget what it is. I but feel most like the helmets subtle. were no, markedly different. Yeah, the helmets, I think, I thought the helmets looked, I mean, then again, I'm very much a, I'm a very casual Star Wars fan, so, yeah, I mean, to me they just looked like Stormtroopers. Yeah. Apparently, I, if uh, there was a picture in the, like, official visual guide to Rogue One, and a little Easter egg that was put in, you can only see it briefly in a photo, I don't know if you can actually make it out in the movie. The Stormtrooper boots have peg holes in them. Hmm. Those little holes they put in action figure feet so you can put them on a stand. Mm. Oh, gosh. Yeah. That's funny. I saw that, that on Twitter. Funny. Where do you put your heel? Yeah, I mean, there are other, like... So those are, like, you know, Darth Vader and the Stormtroopers and the ATST or the ATAT or whatever. Like, those are all fan service things that I think... Those are okay because they were integral to the story. Well, and the other thing, too, I think with, like, the ATAT and the ATST and all this other stuff is... I kind of like that they establish, like, yeah, this stuff gets used everywhere, which makes sense. Yeah. You know, they could have been, let's make yet more toys and create yet another walker. Mm. But, like, no, they they have chicken walkers, they would use them. Yeah. And, yeah, again, it's a slight variant on the ATAT, but nothing drastic. Like, it makes sense that military equipment is going to carry across worlds. Yeah. Like, that makes sense to me. You know, it makes sense they have... To me, it makes more sense, like, the X-Wing and the Y-Wing, sure. I'm a little more like, oh, but the U-Wing, where's that from all of a sudden? No, that's the new toy. You know, the exactly. New toy. They had to have at least At least some. it looked in-universe. Yeah, it no, it seemed to fit in very well. Mm-hmm. What point were you trying to make, Jake? Sorry, yes. So, the point I was trying to make is that there were other pieces of fan service that were shoehorned in oh, with a giant wedge. I am speaking. Hey, wedge, was wedge wasn't there. Wedge was, was there. Where was Wedge? They used they used his voice in a vocal cameo. Good. Oh. Good. You heard you heard his voice at one point. All right, cuz I got it. So to get into my history, I am I the biggest Star Wars nerd at the table relatively speaking. I'm Possibly. sure you're bigger than I am. So, again, I'm like I was never a huge Star Wars nerd, I think, but again, I think comparatively speaking at this table I was and I did I didn't read a lot of the books, but I did read the whole of the Rogue Squadron, Wraith Squadron series of novels. So Wedge was my favorite Star Wars character for years. And it was like, well, if you're going to have Gold and Red Leader, why not have Wedge and, I guess, Biggs and Porkins? So the fact that Wedge got an audio cameo makes me happy. (laughs) Mm. But yeah, no, you were saying, Jake, because I I agree. Some of the little nods, I think, just graded on me. I want to see if we agree on which ones were annoying. Okay, well, let me list them off then. The You know my major gripe. The uh, Cantina guys, the guys that Obi-Wan cuts off his arm. Hated that. They, they have names. They I think what their names randomly are. randomly on the planet. In the, in the streets the of Jedi. Jedi. The, yeah. the streets of Jedi. And Jedi. They, and they... Really? It's called Jedi? Mm-hmm. J-E-D-H-A. But, like, Ex-girl even it's like the planet of the Jedi. It's like the Jedi's secret temple. And they're like, wow. okay, fellow Jedi, what should we call our planet? <laughs> jo- Jedi George Lucasen, what should we call our planet? He's like, how about we call it Jedi? So they're, the, We're Jedi, right? I'm going to try the nerd voice this time. No. There is some debate uh, in, the, in the world, of, in the, within the Star Wars universe, as to uh, whether or not the Jedi took their name from Jedi. Or vice versa. Scholars have not yet figured that out. Oh, God. Scholars. (laughs) I'm glad we got scholars involved. No, in-universe scholars. This was in a fucking thing I read. Oh, goodness. But yeah, no, I hate... That was my least favorite one. The guy face guy and death sentence on 12 systems guy. It's like, no. Fuck that. That is so... Because you just... No. That's just there for fan service. Um, CP3O and... CP3O? <laughs> what? CP3O? Uh, C3PO and R2J2 that was showing up. Showing yeah, up. Yeah, that was right, my like, For like four seconds. And I think my, my gripe with that was the placement of it. It was like, it's it was in so the awkward. middle of the movie. If you crammed it in at the end with Leia, where we, where we weren't in the middle of the fucking storyline, and it was just our way of, of getting out of the movie, I'd be a little more okay with that, I think. Mm, maybe. But just, just... just to cut cut to C-3PO, hamming it up with his buddy R2. Even if he'd just been, yeah, I don't know. 
I know they want to have, oh, that way they're in all the movies still, but uh, fucking have them in the background on the Tantive 4. Yeah, the yeah the have them be end. an Easter egg. They don't Even have to don't, like, have a disjointed line. say anything, because I know that at that point the movie gotten very serious and you don't need 3PO talking. Mm-hmm. But, like, Jesus, I could have done without that one. I mean, at the end of the day, if I could only pick one to excise, it would be Death Sentence on 12 Systems and Buttface Guy. Yeah. But, yeah, 3PO and R2 was a bit much. Um, I thought... I, I honestly thought that Jimmy Smith's was a little distracting. Mm. I don't really? know that he was really necessary to be in the film. So what was interesting for me was we actually saw this movie with someone who has never seen Star Wars. Whoa. Whoa. Hey, does it does it fucking stand up on its own? No. There, uh, I think she enjoyed it. She enjoyed it. The only thing that really needed explaining to her was Jimmy Smith's. Huh. Because she was like, so what I was Jimmy Smith's? I didn't know who Jimmy Smith's She was like, what the either. fuck was Jimmy Smith's doing there? I was like, oh, well, he was Leia's, he was step, Leia's stepdad. stepfather. He was introduced in episode three. She's like, oh, okay. She's like, yeah, no, aside from that, everything was fine. Yeah. Mm. See, I don't see how this movie could possibly stand on its own because if you don't know... Who, like, Vader is, Jimmy you'd be, you'd be or Vader. lost. The movie has no ending, right? No, mm. Like, it's all... it's The, the thing well, about... Well, standing what, on its own, I mean... Well, what is she's the, aware of the zeitgeist. She's heard of Darth Vader. Well, I'm not, I'm not talking about your friend. I'm just talking about... In general, but this everyone movie has stands. heard of Darth Vader. If you showed this yeah, movie it, to an alien, would the like, alien understand? The alien would be like, "Okay, why are they stealing the plans to this thing? Why aren't they just go- destroying the thing? Like, why are they just gonna blow the thing up?" Mm. And you'd say, "Oh, well, because they we need do that the, in the next. Movie, they need yeah. the plans to find a weakness. Oh, well, why isn't that what this movie is? Well, that's the next that movie. movie exists. Um, or I mean, why not? Or or how about this one? Why didn't Jin's father just say, "Hey, Jin, uh, I'm about to die. Uh, there's uh, a thermal exhaust port at the end of this trench. If he you was hit kind it, of busy it's dying. only two meters wide. Well, if you hit it with a torpedo, it'll cause a chain reaction. Yeah, but a fucking Jedi has to do it because well, there's no other fucking way to get com- a fucking torpedo in a fucking rat-sized ori- hole. Their original plan was to use the, the torpedo. The thing is, though. Like, I mean, yes, he could have taken that time to say there's a thermal exhaust port. When you think about how big the Death Star is, though, you do need the planets to know exactly where to go Which for Which one? Yeah, lots of trenches that. and lots of exhaust ports, I probably. I guess so, but at the same time, it just feels like he could have planned this whole thing a little better. Good. Well, he probably wasn't planning to die that day. Maybe. Mm-hmm. True. Now, actually, yeah. here's a question, because this or, is or something... Or reunite with his daughter. Ever again. Yeah. This is something that I, I think, I feel like a lot of people have been divided on from what little looking I've done online. How do we feel about the fact that the big flaw was actually intentionally slipped in by someone? Because some people feel like that is dumb. It is a and little fan better that it was... So, yeah, I know that's the thing that everyone's always complaining about. Like, it? why was that there, Right. even? They spent so much money on the Death Star, but they couldn't solve this obvious glaring flaw. Yeah. I mean, I think, and here's, here's going back to, to like... World War Two and stuff, when, say, various Jewish scientists were busy sciencing for the Germans and such. It's like, when you're in what you consider enemy territory and you're still forced to work, it's it takes a lot to try to, like, make the work finished. Yeah. It, it, it just feels like a, like a, impr- like an imprisoned man being forced to create a death machine. Mm-hmm. And I think, th- in, for what it is, that's what you would do. Now, here's another thing. So, he smuggled out that message mm-hmm. that went to Forrest Whitaker. Yep. Why didn't he include either, and if not the whole plans, then at least the part about the exhaust port? Because he clearly had time to record that message. He could have put the instructions on how to blow up the Death Star into that message. Maybe he didn't Thus want... Thus also saving everyone. Maybe he didn't want Guerrera to know... We also don't necessarily know if they were in there because that message got destroyed. And cut off. Yeah, they could have been in they, there originally. Yeah, they were listening to it and all of a sudden, whoops, places, Death Star. places being destroyed. And why the fuck <laughs> does Forrest Whitaker just like be like, all right, guys, see you later. I'm tired of fighting, so I'm going to stand here and die instead of walk with you to your ship. Because walking for him is very hard. Yeah, and there's no way he would have made he it. He could, he could, well, at the very least he could have given a shit and tried instead mm, of... Maybe. Well, then he would have held everybody else up because they, as usual, get out at the nick of time just as fucking lot. rocks are I don't know. I don't buy it. I think that... 
I got you got this impression from at least from I got this impression from the previews that he was gonna die in some sort of like blaze of glory, like he, saving everybody's he, lives. He but gave he, the rocks this fucking come at me bro look as the rocks were flying. That's at true. Him. Yeah. Um, you just rolled your eyes real big, Jake. Tr- like it, because he like he shows up. Like I feel like I uh, when when I saw the movie, I felt like were they planning to do more with this character and then just didn't like they cut so cutting room floor stuff. So actually, here's the thing: I only found this out afterwards. This character was actually introduced in the CG Clone Wars cartoon. Oh, okay. Uh, so, so he that... actually is a character that if you knew that show, which again, I don't either, he actually has a long history. Mm. And they've actually since reintroduced the character in Star Wars Rebels, because that's set like five years before A New Hope, I think, or something like that. Although now they actually have Forrest Whitaker voicing him again. Obviously, he wasn't he wasn't the voice in Clone Wars. So... So weirdly, uh, we're kind of coming in at the end of a character who has existed for a while. Okay. Hmm. Which, again, was news to me. Now, okay. Star Wars, if you're listening. <laughs> can I call you Star Wars? Can I call you Star Wars, Mr. Wars? Can I'm, I call you Space I'm gonna, Wars? I'm going to rewrite your movie for you right Here you now. Go. Here we I'm going to fix your movie. You cut. <gasps> Asian guy with a gun. No. Whoa! We cut phase? him. We cut him. Sorry, Ooh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. We have to. We have to. We have to streamline this. We, mm-hmm. we have to streamline. We cut him. We cut the pilot. Oh, I like the. No, pilot. I love the pilot. Bodie, Bodie we, was great. We cut Calrissian. Very attractive. Mm. Our new cast is Jin, bow staff guy, robot K2 man, K two, and uh, Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker. That's our cast. Okay, we've simplified it. You know, you put. The Forrest Whitaker, he sort of fills in the Obi-Wan mentor sort of figure. We actually get to know him. He can die actually doing something important closer to the end of the movie. Where everybody else dies. Where everybody else dies. The robot, he can still do his glorious death. That was a pretty glorious death. Yeah, that's the thing. There's so many characters in this movie that I, I just think that, you know, you could cut down considerably... You know, and, and I'm not saying that, you know, the guy with the gun, he was cool. And his gun was and let's really make, cool. And, you know, while we're at it, let's make the guy, the bow staff guy, let's make him an actual Jedi. Let's actually make him I a was Jedi so and give him a lightsaber. I was so expecting him to be a Jedi, especially because we see fucking Jin from her mother get this little, little jewel necklacey thing. Yeah. And we've been, you know, getting hints all movie long that this, what is it fucking called? It's a kyber crystal. Mm-hmm. That kyber crystals are so important that they power the Death Star and they power lightsabers. And I ex- kept expecting uh, Chura, the blind guy, to like whip out a lightsaber and just need the crystal to like power it up. And it oh, would have yeah. been corny as hell, but it's what yeah. I kept expecting to I happen. kind of... Because they were pushing it so that hard. Was, that was of, Chekhov's kyber crystal. I kind of appreciated mm-hmm. that they... Didn't, though. Like, they actually showed some restraint. Me too. I was was expecting the crap out of it. My argument with Churrit, whose name I now can remember, and what was the other fellow? Baze. 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 Is Churrit the same character without Baze? Because they were such a package deal. they're so beautiful together. I love them. Yeah, but I I don't know. I just think... Uh, Baze just turns into his his seeing eye dog. Yeah, they're they're just They're such good buddies. But But at the same time, this wasn't... This movie didn't have. I don't think this movie had enough room for additional buddies and you know more characters. Yeah, it does make you want to see like what their stories were, what their backstories were. And like, I'm you sure so badly want to see like a spin-off movie with Chirrut well, and Bay having sure adventures. Disney is more than willing to sell you some comics and some novels. weren't they? They were. Yeah, they maybe. were like the guardians of, of the wills. The wills. What are the wills supposed to be? So I did some reading on this. Yeah. What is it? Shit's gotten complicated, apparently. I bet. So, actually, you know what? Let's backtrack a little. Whoa. We're going to backtrack a teensy bit. Now, again, I'm the biggest Star Wars nerd at this table, but I'm not a big Star Wars nerd in the wider world. This is a very small table. Yeah. If you follow A Star to Steer Her by regularly, you'll know that Jake has a lot of issues with canon. (laughs) That's, That's the canon police right there. Now, Star Wars canon was a whole thing that I'm going to describe as briefly as possible. Oh, gosh. How long is this going to take? Very quickly. (laughs) Very shortly. Up until Disney bought Star Wars, almost everything Star Wars related was considered canon. Mm. Video games, books, TV shows, stickers, comics. George Lucas did not consider the Christmas special canon, so it wasn't canon. And in theory, though, any of that licensed material, the expanded universe stuff could then be contradicted by a film. And the prequels did contradict a good amount of 
expanded universe stuff, and that pissed off a lot of nerds. And there was stuff that didn't quite count. Again, I don't know enough to know exactly what was and wasn't, but a lot of it counted. Disney bought Lucasfilm, looked at all this shit, went, what is Bucky O'Hare doing here? It wasn't literally Bucky O'Hare, but there was a giant space rabbit for a while that was considered... Yeah, yeah. From, he was from, like, the 70s Marvel comics, back before they realized this stuff was going to keep going. <laughs> and uh, they went, fuck it. And at that point, all that became canon were the seven, well, the then six, soon to be seven films, uh, the CG Clone Wars cartoon, not the hand-animated one, and Star Wars Rebels. And then any comic or novel going forward from that point would also count. That's confusing as hell. (laughs) Not really. They've streamlined it. Okay. And any, and they still sell all the old books and comics and shit, but now the stuff that's no longer canon has a special border on the top that says Star Wars Legends, and so you know Mm. when this shit doesn't count anymore. Basically, Star Wars bullshit. Yeah. Um, Actually, I I respect that, though, because, you know, from some some perspective, you know, Disney had to have looked at this and be like, this is untenable. And it was. Mm. And if they wanted, and the problem is, a lot of the EU stuff was telling the stories set after episode six. And they're like, we're going to be contradicting this stuff constantly anyway, so fuck it. And they're not necessarily, some of the stuff may come back. You know, one of the big, big novel series before the Disney acquisition uh, was the Thrawn trilogy, Grand Admiral Thrawn, this yeah, weird blue guy. Uh, Thrawn has since been reintroduced. The way he was introduced was a little different, so parts of his story has changed. But Thrawn is back. He's in Star Wars Rebels. You know, people are wondering if they'll ever bring back, like, Dash Rendar from uh, Shadows of the Empire. Things like that. So things can come back. Well, I but know Kyle Katarn just got fucked. Who's Kyle, that again? Kyle Katarn was from the Dark Forces series. Um, oh, was it, wasn't he the one who originally found the Death Star He plans? stole the Death Star plans. That's right, that's right, that's right. Yeah, the, people were pissed about that. Dark Forces. But uh, my point is... The whole idea of this was, let's simplify the Star Wars Expanded Universe, because Jesus Christ, it's gone out of control. Mm. But from what reading I've done, Rebels has already managed to add so much craziness. It's got, like, leprechauns and unicorns and everything. You're not quite too far off. (laughs) Yay! There's no longer Jedi and Sith. There's all sorts of religions, apparently, now, Uh, that, like... Nothing is black and white. Everything is a fucking prism. Plus, because there can only be two Sith. So if you if yeah. you want to be a Sith and there's already two, yeah, you're fucked. You gotta you like get, you gotta wait. New. But so like apparently Star Wars Rebels introduced all this this idea that like yeah the Jedi are and the Sith are like the most well known, but there are other Force based religions out there. I don't know to what extent they tap into it or not, but it. So I'm not clear. Chirrut may not even be want to be called a Jedi. I'm not clear if the Wills are part of the Jedi Order or one oh, of these other... Oh, that's right. This came from me asking what the Wills are. Yeah, <laughs> this, this other pseudo-Force religions. So that also might be part of the reason he didn't just whip out a lightsaber. Mm. Not that lightsabers are necessarily exclusive to Jedi and Sith as far as Force religions go, but I don't know. Mm. I've not watched Rebels. I have no fucking clue. But wouldn't a blind Jedi be pretty badass? And I'm he sure is, they probably... He's already pretty bad. They probably had them in the now defunct EU at this mm. point. Because it's such a... I mean, let's be honest. So much of Star Wars comes from doing, like... I mean, you know, the main inspiration of the Kurosawa movies. But just the the sort of... There's a word for them. And I'm going to mispronounce it. But it's going to sound familiar in some ways. The Jedi-geki genre of samurai films. Uh, which is why they're the Jedi and, the real world. And one of the big sort of samurai film franchises was, I'm going to probably mispronounce this and I apologize again, Zatuichi, the blind swordsman. And so if they weren't looking at him when they came up with Chirrut, then you could knock me over with a feather. Hmm. But yeah, Chirrut was great. Chirrut was great. I would, I would watch his spinoff series. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I'm sure, I'm sure they'll sell you them. At some so point. So you gotta, still got a whole page of typed notes. What do you got? Yeah. My, well, most most of my notes are my reactions at various moments, such as C-3PO, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Or, or, or what else have I got? What's good to talk about on my fucking list? Well, let's go back to, let's, yeah, let's go back to Jedha while we're talking about Jedha and okay. stuff like that. Did anyone else spot the giant Jedi statue? Yeah. Is that the thing that was toppled over? I was going to ask about that because I, I see it, you see a glimpse of like two of them. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're constantly saying like, oh, we're going on to Jedha. What's left of it? And we go down to Jedha, and it's in like like lots of tension with the Empire and all this stuff. That's obviously must have been going on for a long time. If these tipped over statues have been there for fucking eons, what the hell? What what has happened on Jedha? Because they only like 
get you interested in it and say zero about it. Maybe, yeah, no maybe they'll be releasing a movie about the distant, distant past. Hmm. Maybe. Because that, that thing is a, a lot of the EU... Not a lot, but uh, there were chunks of the EU that also covered the origin of the When Jedi. you say EU, what do you mean? Sorry, the expanded universe. Okay. Which was, again, the old... Like, the European Union? Yeah, yeah. What, the, what is the going old, on? The old books and comics and all, which, unlike with Star Trek, they don't count. With Star Wars, they did. Well, there was, uh, I remember there was the Knights of the Old Republic video game. Yep. But there were, there were stories that went even further back Oh, really? Because that. that one was, like, supposed to be, like, well, like, hundreds of years, at least, I thought, prior to the movies. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, no, like, they have stories that go back millennia oh. to, like, the really early days of the Jedi when when lightsabers were so crude that you had to have a battery pack. So, like, they have, I've seen drawings of the early Jedi where it's like, they have a lightsaber, as you know them, but then they have a cable oh, they have a little going USB to a charger. pack on their belt. Nice. And it's like, wow, that must have really limited your... Uh, the saber throw just didn't... That wasn't the, wasn't the same. It now, must have really limited the Were they rechargeable the packs, or is that where the kyber crystals were? <laughs> I, I don't know. But yeah, no, they had stories that went way, way, way back. Although a lot of the stories seemed to boil down to the very familiar trope of a Jedi goes bad, does bad things, then a family member convinces him to stop being bad, and noble sacrifice saves the so day. So everything's in the family even back then. It, I mean, part of the reason I don't mind that they murdered the EU dead is because so many of the stories were just rehashing the Skywalker trope arc thing. Fucking everyone, shit. everyone who's important is a Skywalker, and no one who's not important is a Skywalker. Well, in, in the past they weren't Skywalkers, but it was the same kind of thing. But yes, there was actually there was a comic series that took place a century after Return of the Jedi, where some dark Jedi rose. Killed most of the Jedi. One of the only surviving ones was a Skywalker who was trying to reject his legacy. I never actually read. I read like the first volume. It was called Legacy, actually. I read the first volume and got bored. Because it's like, we're doing this again. Mm-hmm. Also on, on Jedha, we meet, I forget, I didn't I didn't catch the name of the big giant blob monster that fucks Bodhi up. Which didn't fuck him up for that long. No, he was yeah, okay. He, he seemed after, okay after. It sounded like it was going to totally break his mind. And, it, and then he was fine. Maybe was it like, only oh. does that if you actually are lying. And the fact that he was telling the truth is why he was okay. I mean, he was a little bit catatonic for a while. I think, it, I, think, a I think it took figuring out his own identity. Like, I am the pilot? Yeah. Yes. I am the pilot. That oh, I know what the hell I am now. Yeah. I am the pilot. Yes, okay, everything's fine. I liked the big monster thing. The monster thing was oh, cool. It was creepy. And of I course think... you did. It was a fucking eldritch horror. Yay! <laughs> I think because of Force Awakens, I expected them to use the monster thing on Jin for some reason. Mm. Like, oh, mm. Jin's here. Let's put the monster thing on her to make sure. But I think that's just because they do that a little bit, or, or they threaten doing that with Rey in Force Awakens. And I just always assume they're going to force monsters on everyone. Yeah, it was interesting. I feel like that that is sort of a result of the whole... It's interesting. I mean, Star Wars has had its share of weird monsters. It had the Rancor and things like that. But it's funny that the minute you let J.J. Abrams touch a franchise he's introducing some fucked up shit because mm. there were the things on the ice world that tried to kill kirk in his first star wars movie he put that fucking beastie in force awakens the one that like killed all of han's crew and then fucked up all those other guys oh that thing that was something yeah the big kraken like thing that yeah thing and like i feel like there's a there, there's a remnant of that even here even though abrams had nothing to do with this one still there's a very like yeah the abrams Laid the groundwork for like, no, no, we're not just going to have Rancor and Tauntaun. And they're like, we're going to have some fucked up weirdness. So that mm. that's his legacy. It's, it's bringing fucked up weirdness into science fiction <laughs> franchises uh, and motorcycles. Ah, fuck the motorcycles. Ames is famous. And Simon Pegg keeps popping up. I'm really okay with that because I adore Simon Pegg. It took me a long time to even know who Simon Pegg was because I watching the the Simon Pegg movies, uh, you know, Hot Fuzz and um, Shaun of the Dead. And the new one, which name I keep forgetting. Uh, World's End? Yes. They're satires on tropey movies, like yeah. zombie movies and such yep. and such and such and such. But I don't know that unless I've seen it. Therefore, I assume mm. they're going to be the silly trophy movies that I don't want to see. Mm. And it took Jake, like, forcing me to watch, I forget which one. And I was like, why are we watching this? And he was like, you'll... Shut up and watch the movie. And it's like, oh, this movie's great, actually. Oh, yay. I think my favorite one's Hot Fuzz. Hot Fuzz? Have I seen Hot Fuzz yet? Is that Yarp and Narp? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, then I've seen it. But I don't don't remember anything else about it. Oh, it's so good. And they're constructed beautifully as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so one thing I want to talk about was uh, Krennic. I love Krennic. Krennic was great. He has awesome jackets. 
True. Every everything he wears is beautiful, and I want one. What, what I kind of love too is um, he Star Wars villains tend to either be weird Sith monsters, or very stoical, stiff British people. Mm-hmm. And Krennic was like a person. Yeah. He felt like a person. Interestingly, after I, I saw the film and I kind of had this thought, I was reading an interview with Gareth Edwards, the director. Or was it with the guy that played Krennic? Either way, the guy who played Krennic said to Gareth Edwards, should I posh up my accent? Ben Mendelsohn. Ben Mendelsohn said, should I posh up my accent? And, and and the director was like, yeah, no. No, I feel like they're always like, when you need a Star Wars like Imperial villain, they, they go to the RSC and get some guy. I want you to sound like, you know, maybe you're working class. Maybe you fought your way up. You know, the Empire, like a guy who shouldn't have gotten as high as he was because of his class still managed it. You know, you, yeah. you fought tooth and nail for this position. And now that fuck Tarkin is going to step in and take all the credit. Yeah. And then he sassed Darth Vader. He did. Oof. He got choked a little bit, though. And uh. then, of course, Caitlin's favorite moment. Tell us, Caitlin. I don't even remember what the fucking line is. I wrote it's it down. not funny oh, because it's not lit. a fucking pun. It's not clever. It's stupid. See that you don't be careful not to choke on your aspirations. Like fuck you. It's not. It's not even dad humor. It's made just stupid. To it's make him a pun. It's making insane. like because choking on your aspirations isn't like an old colloquialism. It's gonna be now. You don't no, know if it, it is. Never in the, will in be. A long time ago, no. in a galaxy far, far away. Well, no, because <laughs> because that was being translated to English. <laughs> so true. if they did that, they would have translated the colloquialism for us as well. Okay, that's fair. So I just, <laughs> I, I was just like, this is not, this is not a joke. It's not, in, it's not inherently funny. You're just force choking and you're making a choking joke. I'm just not. I sort of love that Darth Vader made a joke that doesn't work. I don't know why. <laughs> to me, it's just so amusing. He's trying to be well, this like... Because he's more machine now than man. That's true. You know what I love about Vader in this movie? His disco pants. I mean, yes, but... The first glimpse we see of him in this movie is when he's taking oh, his little bath. bath. He's all Ugh. fucked up, he's all, yeah. Like, that's fantastic, because he's this powerful killer of men. He's a fucking force... Yeah. To, to be reckoned See? With. That's a pun! There you go! <laughs> Fucking Darth Vader, take note. And we see him at his most... Pathetic and vulnerable. Yeah, his most vulnerable when he's got all his fucking tubes and he's washing all the filth because he's a fucking wrecked thing. You know what's great? They confirmed later that the, his, his castle, which... They've been talking about doing Vader's castle since literally Return of the Jedi. Is it like Santa's castle? <laughs> Their magic workshop. <laughs> he built his castle evidently on the same planet where he was horribly maimed. That is that, yes. <gasps> that is Mustafar. Why? Mustafar? Yes. Because it's also where he murdered his wife, too. Yep, so. where he murdered his wife. It's where Lost his got... children. Well, if you think about it, right? If the whole point of the dark side is, like, tapping into rage, mm. if you spend most of your free time hanging out on the planet where your life went to fuck... I mm. mean, it was all his own fucking fault. They also implied, apparently, that potentially, this hasn't been confirmed yet, but that maybe... One of the ideas they tossed around, apparently, was that maybe it's also built on a forgotten Sith temple or cavern. And this may or may not come up in future numbered Star Wars films. They may Ugh. end up going back to his castle and there may be, you know, a journey to a Sith cave or something. Wasn't that planet just where the fucking, the jerks, the, the separatists happened to, like, hang out? Well, considering that's where Palpatine told them to hang out, oh, it, well, might, okay. it might not be too much. But he might have picked that planet for a reason, you know? Okay. Like, if he knew there was a big center of Sith energy there. Mm. Either way, even if that never comes of it, which is fine by me, I love that he lives on the planet where he got fucking mutilated. Mm. I love that he lives in a back to tank most of the time. <laughs> That's great. One of the things that I really liked about this film that has nothing to do with Darth Vader is the fact that Jin was never like overly sexualized mm. at all. Like, yep. in fact, some of the time just looked a fucking mess. Yeah. And I never thought she looked that messy. Well, there were like I've times heard, when like you she make was, this argument. And, well, yeah. she's all like water, and her makeup is a mess. And, Why like, is she waking makeup, wearing makeup if she's if she's in a fucking prison planet, well, working like working hard labor every day? I don't. Well, well she hadn't gotten. There she yet. hadn't got there. Oh, yet. She, hadn't, well, she was on her fine. way. I think Star Wars in general is usually pretty good about not except for Princess Leia. I mean, she she's like the only woman in the franchise. Well, no, in Episode then. Two, they had Padme wind up like. In a half shirt because of uh, monster yeah, attack. And, and arguably, like, Ray is very pretty, but not, like, overtly sexualized yeah, no, either. True. But I was just grateful for that, and I was really grateful that they didn't try to shoehorn in the relationship aspect. Yeah. That and so good. that at the end, when they had that moment on, like, the elevator or whatever, where they had a moment, like, that was really nice. And the fact that they, like, kind of died together 
like we're holding each other, but it wasn't. It wasn't romantic. Very, it, was, yeah. it was a comrades in arms. It was a support thing. Yeah. It was a we're dying yeah. because. Endor Calrissian. <sighs> that name. Oh, here's some. Why do they name him something that sounds like other words from the series? Good yeah, question. Here's here's some some fun stuff I, I happened to notice while I was looking up everyone's fucking name in this in this movie because I would forget they were also considering uh, Tatiana Maslany and Rooney Mara for the role of Jin. I don't know who oh, either really? of those people are. Wait, I know I know those names. Tatiana Maslany's from she's that from clone Black. show everyone yeah, loves. She's from Orphan And who Black. was the other one? Uh, Rooney Mara. Oh, she was in the American version of Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Yes. And and probably other things that I forget. What else was she in? I don't know. Various things. Mm. But the funnier ones, and I'm pretty sure this is what the what the article I was reading referred to, is other other people they were looking for for, for Cassian was like Aaron Paul. No. <laughs> Which would have been a very different movie. No, I don't know who that is either. I don't he's know very white. Man. He's, he's very he's white. The guy, I personally, so I've still only seen like couples of Breaking Bad, but I love Bojack Horseman, mm-hmm. and he's the voice of Todd. What's Todd? Oh, the Todd is Bojack's stoner, not even really roommate. He just crashed there. He's basically a squatter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the squatter thing is, roommate. he just uses his line. voice for the character. <laughs> so the problem now is, whenever I see Aaron Paul in anything else. I just think it's Todd. <laughs> I would not have been able to deal. I would not. I know you got to separate the act from his characters, but it's like it would have been. I also just can't imagine. Well, again, because I haven't seen a lot of Breaking Bad, it's weird to imagine him as such a dark character. But that, oh, it, if Breaking you've seen Bad Breaking Bad, so, it probably makes sense. It's hard to it's hard to picture Brian Cranston as a dark character after having watched like Malcolm in the Middle. Yeah, and he fucking owns every second. Yeah, see, in Bojack, he's just this affable stoner, and he's just so wonderful. <laughs> and Like, actually, I watched the, uh, what is it, the Final Fantasy XV CG movie, Kingsglaive. He does the voice, which, you know, it, they for some reason, even though it's a Japanese film, they designed the lip sync to go with English, so I had to watch in English, or I was going to go crazy. <laughs> but um, he, it's him in that as well, and he's supposed to be this, like, hard-as-nails soldier guy, but I was like, it's Todd. The minute I realized it was Aaron Paul, I was like, it's Todd. <laughs> Uh, who else are they got? Yeah, yeah. prospective cast. Uh, I didn't. I didn't catch anybody else. Uh, yeah, I actually really interested. There's a there's a movie on Netflix. Oh fuck, what's it called? Ip Man. Ip Man. I don't know how to pronounce it. It's a person's name. That the guy who played. Um, I've already forgotten his name again. The stick guy. Stick blinding oh. stick. Oh. Akito. Chirrut. Chirrut. Oh, you're talking Chirrut. about Donnie Yen? Yeah, he's got a movie on Netflix that I'd like to watch. Oh, playing cool. place. It, he's playing a real life martial artist. Who yeah, I, I watched. Knows. I watched. Uh, no, I watched a, like a like a brief reel of Donnie Yen just kicking every ass in every martial artsy movie that he does, hmm. and he's very good at it. I haven't seen it yet, but there's actually so there's this company that makes these super high detailed action figures, basically with Whoa. all these points of articulation. They made a bunch of Star Wars figures throughout the years. Anatomically correct. If they had clothes off, probably. <laughs> but they apparently recently did a stop motion short. Using their Chirrut figure, <gasps> beating up some of their Star Wars figures. Oh, that's fun. I haven't watched it yet, but... Hmm. Oh, let me know. Let me, like, share that with you. Yeah, me. I'll try I'll, to find it and I'll, yeah. Oh, here's here's a, a thing that I was wondering. So, Cassian's character, mm-hmm. morally gray. Super as, gray. As gray as you can go. Which is kind of cool, because they've always been presented cool. with the Rebellion as just being... Full of hope. Literally. Right. Let's use the word hope as many oh. Oh, my God, they're giving us hope. hope, hope, hope. If only hope. we had a... New hope. <laughs> no shit, right? Uh, uh. But then we see see Cassian, who has been been uh, assigned to go kill what's his fucking name? Mads Mikkelsen. Yeah. G- Galen Erso. Galen, thank you. And stupidly, they decide they decide to kill him after the Death Star is complete. Hmm. I don't know if they realize that or not, but rebels, not have... rebels, get your fucking shit together. If they've already just taken out a whole fucking city, they're probably. Re- like ready yeah. to kill everybody else. Fuck you, rebels. But then Galen Fuck like has a giant turn of fucking heart and doesn't kill Galen. Oh, you mean uh, Cassian? Cassian. You said Galen. Galen doesn't kill Galen. Uh, no, Cassian doesn't kill Galen. Yeah. Why not? And why doesn't he kill Krennic, who's right fucking there? I mean, at that point, certainly. By that point, have they realized how far along things are? They must. Because they, uh, the, definitely Death killing Star, Krennic's not going to make Death a difference. The Star just took out Jeddah City. They know this. Yeah. This is why they're attacking. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, at this point, it's so far along, killing Krennic's not going to change a thing. The whole mission still, Then again, stupid. killing Cassian. I mean, Cassian. So Galen's probably not so? going to change much either. Yeah. Maybe that's part of the reason. I mean, He's just like, wait a minute. This mission doesn't make sense so, anymore. So Cassandra's boss was... <laughs> what? <laughs> Was was like was the one that was like 
you know what? I know that they said the mission was to go like rescue this guy, but just kill him. Plug him. Just gonna kill him. Plug him. So like, what was that guy's idea? Like, he just seemed like a dick because yeah, was there was and there was dick. nothing really to be gained by killing him at that point. No, yeah, I don't, that part was a little weird. I didn't even think about it, but it's a little, a little strange. Maybe they didn't think he was a trustworthy. Maybe they thought it was part of a double double operation or something. Mm. It was also kind of interesting to see. A little bit of the workings, the barely workings of the rebel government, oh, as goodness. it were. Oh, that that whole scene was just a bunch Everyone's of angry senators. Everyone's just around senators. the table, being being argumentative that and guy, not agreeing with each that other. That guy who plays a jerk in Sherlock plays a jerk here. <laughs> Taking a big beard now. They get they let Jin have a speech, and she's bad at it. Very bad. Good God! Uh, oh my God! When they get to what's it? Oh, it's on your shirt. I can read it. Oh. Scarif. Yep. When they get to Scarif and Jin's trying to hype up the guys on the ship like, it's alright guys, we're probably gonna die. It's like, Jin, shut up. You're the worst. You're the worst at, at uplifting speeches. Yeah, no, Stop it, was, it. It was not the best uplifting speech. I've gotta say too, like, I didn't expect a lot of people to survive this film, but it maybe would have been nice if the deaths were kind of spread out a little. I don't know. I but think then everybody just died on Scarif. It feels, it feels like a season finale of a television sure, show. Sure, but if you just like one or two people could have been taken out a little earlier. Mm. Well, they got rid of Forrest Whitaker pretty early. Yeah. <laughs> True. I mean, if if they'd gotten rid of people earlier, like so many of them, it's once you've completed the thing you need to do so that the, the thing can the happen. The thing can yeah. happen is the, is the moment you die. Like yeah. the moment... You can stop trying now. Yeah, the moment Bodhi gets the, the message... Through, mm. They threw a bomb at him. Poor Bodhi, I liked him. The I moment like Chirrut presses the switch, he gets fucking bombed. Yeah. So a lot of it, yeah, it's 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 an action film. That's how they work. Yeah. And they had the old, the classic bad guy has the hero in his sights, and ready monologues. to pull the trigger, starts monologuing, and then gets shot from behind. Which is great. Somebody else. <laughs> oh! I, this just reminded me somehow, I don't know how. Another little kind of fan service moment I could have done without. Not as badly as the other two. A lot of pilots died over Scarif, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you looked at your shirt to make sure. But they made a really big point of pointing out that Red 5 died. Right. Yes, they did. Because that's Luke's position in yep. A New Hope. It's like, I would have figured that out. <laughs> you didn't need to go out of your way what to are you kill talking about it? When we first saw five. it, you loved that. I thought it was great. Oh, no, I thought it was dumb at the time. That's why I told oh, you Oh, I liked it. Uh, so uh, that's fair. Middle finger again. That's, it's that's, way that's less the egregious. Nerds jerking off in the theater. That's the way less egregious than fucking Doctor Dickhead and his butt friend, <laughs> and it's less egregious than three PORT. Doctor Dickhead and his Who butt must friend. Have that's left. <laughs> like the they must have been on their way to their ship. Yeah, they must. Otherwise, have. they would have gotten blown up by the Death Star. Yeah, because they were in Jeddah, which got blown up. Yeah, no, they must have. Yeah, I think meant they were in Jeddah. Yeah. That's where we bumped into Buttface and Dr. Guy, not 3 people. Oh, Buttface and Dr. Yeah, Guy. Yeah, I, I had the right. same. Yes, 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 yes. So they're doing some other Star Wars tales. They are. Uh, they're, do- yeah. they're doing a... Han Solo. A, yeah, Han one, and they're doing a Lando one, right? Well, Lando's going to show up in the Han one. Oh, is that If he then gets his own, I don't know. There's talk of a Boba Fett one. And this, I'm not going to lie, when I heard they were going to do, like, anthology movies, I was hoping for more stuff like this. You know, Rogue One, the story of people you've never met and don't mm-hmm. know and stuff that I don't have to decide. I don't want the young Hans. I don't give a fuck. L- young ladies do. Do they? I mean, like, I'll admit, I got a little more interested when they announced that Don Glover would be playing young Lando. Oh, I'm really excited that, about that. That, like, I care a little more now, but I wanted more of these, like, I don't... Who's go- do they know who's going to play Han? Yeah, some guy I've never heard of. Oh, okay. Fucking, I don't give a shit about Boba fucking overrated fet. Yeah, I'd like though. I I wouldn't mind a Obi Wan in exile movie. There've been some. Just him doing his laundry for years. There've been some. I imagine he goes on an adventure every now and again. There's been rumors that they might, but it's unclear how true that is. There's a comic series Mm. that covers Obi in exile. See, here's the thing. The reason I the only reason I say this because I really want for you and McGregor to be able because he's a great Obi Wan to be in a good Star Wars movie. Because I feel like his performance is great in those movies. Like he's the the best thing about those movies. For a lot of the time. Yeah. And the Blue Tiger. I like the Blue Tiger. The Blue Tiger is cool too. Um, Yay! But they never... Um, the one that they, scratches you know, Amidala in the back. Oh! He... Yeah, man. Can I... Have I ever told you how much I fucking hate Star Wars Episode 2? No. It's the fucking worst. It is the worst. People say that Episode 1 is the worst. No. Those people are wrong. <laughs> episode 2 is the worst. But it's got the Blue Tiger. The worst. It has the Blue Tiger. It has a goddamn... <laughs> 
Cheese Diner. That's pretty Run bad. by Dexter fucking... Jetster. Jet, jet, Why Jetster. do I know that? It has the fucking wow. Death Sticks guy. It has awful CG. It has the goddamn robot factory scene where C-3PO gets his head knocked off and yeah, gets put on a silly. robot. That's not how programming it has, works. It has goddamn Yoda... Uh, fucking Cirque du Soleil Yoda uh. fighting Count Dookie and fuck just <laughs> fuck everything Dookie. about that movie fuck that movie it is the worst Star Wars movie by a mile and I challenge anyone to give me examples from other movies that are that are worse I can't it, it's, I've never it, seen the second movie oh, I've seen don't. the others but I haven't seen the second yeah one. that one is no I won't I don't need to it's got the fucking to. sand speech um, I don't Anakin. I will say the only thing I liked about episode two, I think, I do have a huge soft spot for the episode two clone trooper armor. Okay, I don't I remember, remember what it looks yeah, like. Yeah, it, it looks sort of stormtroopery, but it's the helmets were very different, and I really love those helmets mm. for some stupid reason I cannot explain. It had the fucking cloning factory. Oh God, Camino! Uh, with those weird bastards. El Camino. And again, humping the specter of Boba Fett again. Yeah. Boba Fett's overrated. Hmm. He doesn't need his own. That's what I mean. I want these anthology movies to be like this. I liked this movie. Yeah, I like these characters we've never seen before. Sure, and, it, and it's got its moments where you're like, yeah, that's fan service. Yeah. Because the nerds need it so But it could have been so much worse. That's true. And it really wasn't. And so, I mean, maybe I'll be wrong. Maybe I'll, they'll come out in a few years and I'll love these movies, but it's not what I was hoping they yeah. were going to do. Here's, here's one thing that Rogue One has that all the other Star Wars movies have. A building with a fucking bottomless pit for no fucking reason. Yeah. Yeah. Love those bottomless pits. The Every movie has a bottomless fucking pit in the middle of their fucking house just in case they need to fall down it at some point. There was a fan servicey moment I liked. What was that? K2 starting to say he has a bad feeling about this, but then cutting him off. That was nice. I kind of that, that. That was a good touch. That was Maybe that means they can stop having that fucking line. No, they'll still, <laughs> have, I know, they'll they'll still have it. They'll still do it. Probably, yeah. Uh, but K2 otherwise had a lot oh, he's of the best. fantastic He's the best. He, he is, is cool. He is like fucking that, amazing. That, character. that was like the one character that I was like, yeah, I, I, I like you. If there's one character they could have saved, I wish it was him. Because he's a droid. He could have been in episode eight. Yeah, I would have loved for him to have made it. Him and, him and BB-8 palling around? <gasps> mm. Slash yeah, but that plant, but he, he does, he he does robo-fuck someone in the mind. the Death Star. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's another thing. Yeah, see, fucking Cal- Calrissian should have just gotten killed when they f- did the fake out in the fucking tape robot machine. That weird machine. Yeah. What when, do you have? Oh, wait, what? The, he, the claw game. Because he, sho- he got shot and, and it looked fell like down. maybe he was dead, yeah. but we all know he wasn't. Yeah, no, it was. They should have just killed him then. Like, that would have been a better death. Yeah, that could have that could have been very interesting. But then, for Jin you know, too. yeah, but then she would have died completely alone, and that might have been a bit too dark for audiences. I would have liked it if she started making dark. out with. Krennic, like at the very end, they re- like they look up and they see the Death Star getting ready to fire, and they're just like, you know what? Fuck, Fuck it. it. <laughs> well, I think Gareth Edwards kept expecting to get a note being like, at the in- very include least, a, include a romance. At, no, at the very least, Jin and Cassian have to live. He live. Was, oh, he was waiting for that, and it never came. He I'm was glad like, it never came. No, this no, was me a too. Good well, because Kathleen, Kathleen Kennedy, who sort of heads up Lucasfilm now for Disney, was like, yeah, no, they shouldn't live. So yeah, you, know, you don't have. And to... they shouldn't kiss either. Well, they either. can't live because we've seen. You know, well, they otherwise, they, off... it would be weird that they weren't characters. They could have been off doing other things. Mm. It's Shopping. a big universe, but you know, Laundry. but she like Kathleen Kennedy's like, yeah, no, let them, you know. But even then, even with her, they were both. Everyone's kind of waiting for Disney to step in and go, whoa, dude, excuse me. Hmm. But the note never came, so we got the ending we got, which I think is much more effective, if a bit of a bummer, because damn it, K two. Oh, K two. Now, Disney bought. All of Lucasfilm, right? They didn't just buy Star Wars. They also own Indiana Jones. So where are the Indiana Jones movies? They are supposedly working on yet another one with Harrison Ford. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, they should do like a reboot. They should do anything. They should stop doing Harrison Ford is so clearly done with acting. Stop giving him money to do it. Like... Wait, you, you like... I didn't know you liked reboots, Jim. I don't... Gener- well, okay. See, I don't care for Well, here's something. So I, I just recently saw the teaser... For the Blade Runner, it's not a reboot. Oh, it's a sequel. Fuck that movie. It looks fucking awesome, though. No, because Han Solo, Han Solo, Harrison Ford looks just as bored in this as he did in Episode Seven. If they were making, I just, I well, don't. But I think stop they, paying Harrison Ford. He's bored. Well, that's now. fine, but it looks like they're gonna have the aesthetic is right. Yeah, the aesthetic is right. The music, the soundtrack sounds good. I think it's by Vangelis. Oh, is it? I think so. that'll be awesome if nothing else. Um, 
I and they got um, what's his name? Ryan Gosling. He's a good actor. He's great. Who's uh, that? He's gonna play. He was in Drive. He was in Drive. Uh, he's in La La Land, which everyone loves right the now. Notebook. He's in a lot of those memes on Facebook where it's like, "Hey, girl." He's like a super dreamboaty, handsome. I don't know. Actor guy, he's great. I don't like he's this. a good actor. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I have high hopes for it. Yeah, I mean, I again, like with the Han Solo thing, I'd like to be wrong, but I'm just going in like, oh, I don't know, Harrison. Because I mean, Episode Seven was good in spite of Harrison Ford, but Rogue One, I think, was good. Oh. Was it? Was it it's successful, I think. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it doesn't really stand on its own necessarily, but I mean, neither does Empire, really. For example. Yeah. You don't really because no. you, you don't know the characters. It doesn't have an ending, really. Although it does way. have an opening crawl that sets up the story. So I didn't miss the opening crawl. Some of the internet's mad about the lack of crawl. I Are they? Interesting. Yeah, I just think they were never as good in the prequels as they were in the original films. Like there was just something war, war. Yeah, what mm-hmm. is it good for? Absolutely ha. nothing. Ha. That is Say it again. that is the opening <laughs> crawl to what? Oh, that's uh, that's episode three. three. Yeah, episode three. I say that could have been another strike against two, but yeah. <laughs> I'll just say the two set that up. Yeah, true. They said. Yeah, it's all, it's all their fault. Those are all the important things from my notes. I think, mm. other than stormtrooper oh, and the fucking, the fucking little goddamn caterpillars that go to attack fucking Princess Amidala in oh, her fucking so bedroom. Again. What a horrible fucking assassination plot. That what was... a horrible assassination plot. Well, what the fuck were they if doing? If there hadn't been a Jedi in the next room, it would have worked. R two D two is a terrible sentry. Droid. BB-8 would have just rolled over that thing. And f- fucking Gosh. Anakin fucking shit walker in fucking stink diaper and fuck <laughs> every one of those guys and fuck that movie and he's standing outside and he's like, oh, I felt it, I heard it too or whatever the fuck they said and they go, fuck that movie! Fuck it! Fuck episode! It's so bad. It is so incredibly bad. So the this... CG, there's a scene where they're walking down a hallway and the whole hallway is CG and like Yoda's floating around in a little fucking... Th- it's so fucking bad! I can't take it! This has been a start of Sea Hervai's first 10 Forward where we discussed Rogue One. Uh, if again you came here because you saw we were talking about Star Wars and have never, uh, never heard us before, do please consider checking out the rest of the podcast. Yeah. We are discussing all of Star Trek starting with the original series. We're about halfway through TOS right now. And we're uh, going to do more stuff like this, too. Yes, so. yeah, we're going to do more, uh, more, more, uh, what the hell is it called? Ten forwards, <laughs> where we will discuss stuff directly related to Star Trek, maybe stuff like this. You know, there's going to be a new Star Wars movie every year now, apparently, so maybe we'll keep coming back to this well. Maybe or we'll talk two, about the rest three. of Star Wars. Who knows? You would, you would uh, let us talk about two, Jake? Oh, we have to. We have to. If we're going to talk about Patterns of Force, we're going to talk about episode two. Uh, if you are one of the regular listeners, do please tune in for our next episode, where, as we said earlier, we'll be covering... Um, I put my notes away. Shit. So, yes, if you're a regular listener, you know, do keep an eye out. We'll be releasing our next Star Trek episode, uh, you know, at, at its usual time and place, and we will be discussing the next episodes in order. So, uh, on behalf of the team, uh, this has been Chris. This has been Ames. This has been Caitlin. And this has been Jake. Want to do that again? Yes, this is Jake. (laughs) Thank you for listening.